Hello, friends, and welcome to All the Feels podcast. I'm your host, Laura Tyson, exploring how we can decode our emotions to come fully alive. Let's chat today about normalizing emotions and what we mean by decoding our emotions. My skin crawls when I hear someone remark, they're being emotional. It's almost always said with a tone of condescension and somehow implies this sense of weakness or instability. But the truth is that saying they're being emotional is like saying, look, they're breathing. To be emotional is to be human. Of course, some people may display more emotion while others try to hide theirs, but we all have feelings. We all have emotions. It's natural. It's human. I like to think of emotions as one of the wonders of our humanity. Our emotions are nuanced, varied, complex, beautiful, and at times mysterious. They punctuate our experiences and surface deeper beliefs. Their universal nature allows us to connect with others in meaningful ways. They allow us to see the world in color instead of black and white. Far from a sign of weakness or instability, being emotional is actually an indication of being fully alive. Our emotions aren't self-contained aspects of our humanity. They're woven into our stories and beliefs, our experiences and relationships. They're not something we can simply turn on and off. Think of feelings like different colored lights sending critical messages to us, each feeling a different message. When we get curious about our emotions, we can begin to decode the messages. Some emotions might be immediately obvious to us, like the frustration and pain of stubbing our toe against the door jam. Others might be familiar to us, yet have a wide range of possible causes, such as feeling sad or melancholy. Then there are the more mysterious emotions that might catch us by surprise. Pausing to ask ourselves a few questions can help us understand the emotion and what it's trying to tell us. What sensations do I notice in my body right now? What am I feeling? Can I get more specific? When did I first notice the feeling? What was happening then? What comes to mind as I think about what happened? Why might I be feeling that specific emotion? These questions might seem cumbersome at first, and perhaps not even worth the effort. But as we practice this with curiosity again and again, we'll develop a sort of decoding muscle. Each time, it will be a little more natural than before, and we'll gain valuable insights about ourselves, our relationships, our experiences, as we uncover the root causes of our emotions. Since emotions are indicators, they're not good and bad, as many of us have probably been taught. They're just surfacing something deeper inside of us. It's important to distinguish between our emotions, 
feelings of frustration or jealousy or shame. And then how we express those emotions or the actions we take as a result of feeling those emotions. This is probably most easily understood when we observe kids. For example, my three-year-old was working on a puzzle recently and got frustrated because the pieces weren't fitting together yet. He started to throw the pieces and shout, I reminded him that it's okay to be frustrated. It is frustrating when you're working on something and it doesn't come together on the first, second, or even third attempt. But it's not okay to express that frustration by yelling and throwing things. Instead, we can notice and name the feeling. We can reset by shaking our whole bodies A big shout out to my friend Ray for introducing me to this little trick. We can acknowledge how hard it is to feel frustrated. We can go for a walk. We can take some deep breaths. We can talk about what's not working. We can remind ourselves that we can do hard things. And we can try a new approach to the puzzle. Maybe slower, maybe together. Maybe the edge first. The emotion, frustration in this instance, signals an underlying thought or belief. When we pause physically, and this is really important for kids, we create space to explore the thing under the emotion. For my three-year-old, this meant getting curious about doing hard or tricky things. What does it look like to do hard things? And... Out of that experience and many situations similar to that, we now have a little phrase that my three-year-old will often say, this is tricky, but I've got this. I can do hard things. I can keep trying. And so by taking something that maybe if you just take it at face value might seem like a behavioral issue, like You know, he's just acting out and he's got to stop that. And instead of just dealing with that symptom, we pause and say, why are you getting frustrated? And really understanding that maybe he's thinking it should be easier or it shouldn't take quite as long. And so by reframing that underlying belief is saying, yeah, sometimes things are hard or they're tricky, but What would it look like to do those hard things? To take a deep breath, step away from it if we need to, and then to come back and try again. And obviously I realize that specific example is quite simplified when you think about the very big and complex and nuanced emotions that we may feel as adults. But that same approach can be incredibly powerful if we just stop to pause and think about what it is that we're feeling. So I'm just going to repeat those questions I mentioned earlier. What sensations do I notice right now? What am I feeling? Can I get more specific? When did I first notice the feeling? What was happening then? What comes to mind as I think about what happened? Why might I be feeling that specific emotion? Decoding our emotions 
may not be easy. In fact, it's often not easy. But it is worth it. And it helps us to better understand ourselves and those around us. To really dig into the stories that we tell ourselves and the beliefs that we have about what we're capable of and the world around us. Emotions are beautiful. They're complex and they can be overwhelming. And some days we'd just rather not deal. But they are a wonder of our humanity and an indication of being fully alive. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is your host, Laura Tyson, keeping it real with all the feels.